And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Jill on Money show. It is Tuesday, June 27th, and that is an important day because it means you have exactly one day until our next live webinar. Very excited for this one, Mark. I have to decide what I'm going to wear. I don't want to, I have to dress up a little bit for the webinar, but not too much because I want it to be like, you know, not TV Jill. Webinar Jill is a little bit more relaxed. And the webinar I'm talking about is part of our Jill on Money live programming. And Dave Stahoviak, who is the host and founder of Coaching for Leaders, which is a great management podcast, very popular. He is going to be our interviewee and you can participate if you subscribe to Jill on Money Live. So uh, it might be worth it. If you are a manager, if you are a leader, if you are a worker, I think that it's going to be a very interesting conversation because I think this is my, just my two cents. I am hearing from a lot of people at work who are having a really kind of an interesting time right now in the in juggling the hybrid work. You know, it's one thing when everyone's forced to be at home and it's another thing when you're forced to be actually in the office, but like how we're moving between the two and what that requires, I think it's a different skill set. So I'm really excited to talk to Dave about that. Otherwise, if you would like to join us to talk about your financial situation or there is a discrete issue in your life that needs some, I don't know, like a second or third opinion, give us a holler. You go to jillonmoney.com click the contact us button and you let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. That is what Colleen did. Colleen is on the line from Pittsburgh, PA. Hello, Colleen. How can we help you out today? Hey there. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Um, yes. A couple months ago, unfortunately, my father passed away at the age of 85. Hmm, sorry. And um, yeah, so a couple years before that, they sold their condo and moved into more of an independent living setup. And the proceeds of that home went into a TD Ameritrade account. Okay. And my two brothers, who are really savvy with investments and finances, they had kind of uh, focused on a lot of different stocks, a lot of diversity, uh, funds. 
And because of the market, it really hasn't gone anywhere. It's still around 280,000. And, and they're conservative. They're, they're not really into a, a lot of crazy stuff. The only thing I noticed when I looked at it, it's about 68% um, information technology. It's oh. basically all in Apple. And then the rest is just a bunch of diversity. What? What kind of nonsense is that? That's not diversification. That's a bet on Apple. I mean, it's been a good bet. Yeah. It was a bad bet last year. Yeah. Individual stocks, I'm in, I'm in, I'm sort of surprised by that. Yeah. It's mostly, it's like Apple and a ton of funds and ETFs and RIT. I, I don't really know the REITs. Um, and my husband recognized a lot of them. He said, oh yeah, they're conservative. They're making dividends, but you know. Wait a second. I just want to say one thing. If you say to me, I'm going, I don't want to throw your bros under the bus, but there's a $280,000 account and this is being managed for whom? Is this the, that the three of you are splitting these proceeds? No, actually. Um, so a couple of years ago, they were basically just using it as a backup for my parents, anything they needed. And they didn't really dip into it at all. It's just sale of home. They wanted it to be in the market. Uh, and they just put it in there and tried to, you know, make some money, but nothing too crazy. Mm. My mom's 80. My dad was 85 when he died. Now, when my dad died, we got about $300,000 in a life insurance policy. And I just don't really know what to do with that. I don't want to put it all in Apple stock, but, um, my, my brother's saying, oh, we'll do it safe, safe, safe. But I don't know what that means. Yeah. Okay. Your mom is alive. She is alive, but she's in memory care, so she really doesn't have any ability to manage this money. Okay. All right. So now we have 280 in the TD Ameritrade, and there'll be another $300,000 in life insurance proceeds, right? Yes. Okay. Now, what other assets are in your mom's name? Um, she has about $50,000 in a checking account just with cash. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, she they get pensions and Social Security and some long-term life insurance policy that pays for most of her memory care unit. And then it's about another 1500 a month. And really that's it. She only, that's amazing that she's in a, a facility and you actually only need to add $1,500 a month. That's, that's pretty amazing. So, so we need to make sure that you can generate at least 20 grand a year from these assets. That's it. Maybe more in the future. I don't know. Now let's get back to the original statement. My brothers are conservative. And you also said 68% of that account is in one stock called Apple, right? Yeah. <laughs> so do you see, like, now you're going to laugh with me because now we're going to say they're not really conservative. They're not conservative at all. That is wildly aggressive. And I would say almost uh, reckless. Okay. And again, I don't know your brothers are probably nice dudes, but first of all, no matter what in this account, there has to be probably out of, so when you have the 300 plus the 280, there has to be enough money in cash for the next two years. So we know that she needs, that mom needs $1,500 a month, right? That's that's obvious. We know that. Could it go up if there were something, would she need additional care? I guess that's what I'm asking. Is there any reason to believe that this is kind of the limit because it's not going to be much more than this? No, it could go up because she's in a, really an Alzheimer's unit right now. But if she would need full-time nursing care, yeah. that would go up probably double that. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to figure out from you. Because if that's the case, then we need to have some of uh, the money, not just the 50 grand that's in checking, but there has to be like a part of this $580,000 that is kept in cash or some sort of cash equivalent. I mean, 
I'm fine if you had said, okay, we're going to spend the $1,500 a month from her checking account. Like that's fine with me. But every year you then have to replenish that. You got to have, you always have to have 50 grand available for mom. And that means that the account that is being managed by your brothers has to shift. There is way too much risk here. Way, way, way too much risk. There is no way for me to say in a nice way that like they're being a little bit nutty. Like, how did that feel in 2022 when Apple went down? I know it's back up, but you can see you cannot afford to have mom on that kind of a ride because it's just not suitable for her. I mean, honestly, like there's even the, the craziest broker in the world would never have two thirds of an account in one stock for an 80 year old woman in a memory care unit. Yeah. It's 145 in information technology, which is 68%. And most of that's Apple. Yeah. So that's too much. So how are we going to, but wait a minute, how are we going to do this with your brothers? Are you, we're going to like blow up Thanksgiving around this? What, how can we manage this process? You tell me what's their, what's the process here? I have a sister as well. And oh. we're, yeah. So there are four of us and we're all on the same page. We've gotten along really well through this really difficult process of yeah. having mom go into memory care. And I took over my dad's like month to month expenses a few months before he died. And I'm his executor. Uh, so I, we're all on the same page and we're all saying, oh, yes, definitely conservative. Um, but one brother, I, mean, I think they're both pretty, um, they're pretty big investors. And one brother even does some day trading. Um, he's the one who kind of managed the account mostly. My suggestion is that you and your sister say to the boys, we get that you guys have been like managing this. We're so grateful. However, we don't want the new money to be invested as aggressively. And if they say, well, it's diversified, they're not conservative. And if they, if there's a pushback on this, I think that you can say, we would feel more comfortable spending a few bucks, getting a second opinion and having a, maybe a fee only advisor or a CFP look at this and give us an objective opinion. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Let's say that I was a court-appointed trustee for your mom right now, and I had the portfolio that had 68% in information technology, and this was, forgetting about the 300 for a second, and some funds and some ETFs and some REITs. There would be a great case that I was create that I was like, basically, I could be accused of financial mismanagement, all right? So there has to be a much more stable part of this portfolio, I think we should really prepare for what if mom needed more care? And it's not $1,500 a month, but it would be three grand a month. And in that case, you could see how you could start plowing through money. I know when my mother-in-law, even who is never sick, by the way, but there was just a need for more care, more hands on the situation, our expenses zoomed up in the last two or three years of her life by a lot. They have the money, which is great. You know, like your parents did a great job of saving and this is really a lucky thing. And they have those pensions, they have social security, but I think you should be prepared for, you know, who knows for, if you had to do five years at 36 grand a year, that wouldn't seem so crazy to me, you know? And that would mean that a chunk of this money has to be stable. Some has to grow for sure. That's that's true. 
but a lot of this has to be like locked down and stable. And I think it would be good for you to kind of get out of the line of fire by saying, I would feel more comfortable if we had a, if we just had an objective opinion. You go to somebody and you say, I need an opinion on this because we're managing this for my mother. We are not seeking a new advisor. My brothers are going to keep managing the money, but we need an opinion. If you paid somebody a tiny, it would cost a few thousand bucks. I would do that. How do I bring that up to them? Because I think one brother would be a little bit offended, like, oh, I can do this. I've been doing this. I do this on my own. I get all this advice, et cetera. You know, I think it's fair to say to your brother, you know, I'm the executor of the estate. I'm a little uncomfortable because I'm worried that mom's going to need real money out of this account. And this is an account right now that is consistent with, I don't know, how old is your bro? Um, 51. Yeah. This is like a 50-year-old's account. This is all the money we have in the world. And I am concerned that if mom needed more care, that we would have to have more of this money available for her and not at risk. And you could say, hey, maybe you're right. Maybe you're like, let's keep the 280 invested exactly as is. Maybe the new 300 is used as like the, you know, break the glass scenario that it's it's bonds or it's it's fixed income or it's safer. He was talking about laddered CDs. Yeah. Laddered CDs would be perfect. That would really, that to me would be the perfect thing to do. But I still don't get why he, why they have chosen to essentially make this a such a risky portfolio. I, I just don't get it. With all of that said, I don't want to be accusatory. You can go in from like, I'm fear-based. You can say, hey, it would be nice if your sister, you could get your sister on board. So, but if even if you said that, like, you know, I'm worried. I'm worried that mom's care costs could escalate. I'm worried that we need to have money that's really safe for her, especially in the next few years. And we're willing to forego the growth of this portfolio. And, you know, I'm scared there's going to be another 2022 and I'm okay if we don't make as much money. It's really important that we preserve some piece of this. Right. Don't want to lose any of it. Well, I mean, you're going to probably end up, you know, listen, you're probably going to end up losing some time at some parts of it, but other parts of this portfolio have to be locked down and safe. That's the way I think of it. And if he says to you, oh, you know what, that $300,000, I was going to make it all safe, then fine. Then he, Then I'm okay with that. But I still don't understand why I have individual stocks, but that's just me. Yeah, it's mostly not. It's just that Apple. I don't know. Maybe my dad said to him, throw it an Apple because my dad really wasn't financially savvy. He just mm-hmm. kind of relied on my my brothers and my brother-in-law for all, all right. Them. So Well, I'm I am absolutely keen to see what the response is going to be. I think you're being a very good um executor and fiduciary for your mother. Oh, thank I you. really do. And that's the right these are the right questions to ask. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's just a lot. Dude, I know. I mean, this is what I tell people. It's like exhausting to um, get an estate settled, right? Mm-hmm. And they were really good. They made an irrevocable trust. They had every all their ducks in a row, but it's just all the paperwork and all the phone calls mm. and just, they even got my email wrong. So they didn't send me the right forms a month ago. So. It's brutal. It is just brutal. I follow up after follow up after follow up. Colleen, you and I are going to go into business together, state (laughs) administration. It's like, we don't, you don't have to be, and isn't it funny? You don't have to be a lawyer. It's just making sure you stay on top of it. That's really what it is. It's not legal issues. This is administrative and it is time consuming. Are you taking a, um, an executor fee? 
No, not at all. I'm a teacher, so I have the summer off. So oh I have my God, what a fun summer for you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, thank you so much for getting in touch with us. Let us know how it goes. Yes, will do. Thank you so much. Of course. If you have an estate issue, if you've got a portfolio question like Colleen and her family, or if you're worried that maybe someone who you love who's managing your money may not be aligned with your way of thinking about this, we'd love to help you out. Just go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. And, you know, it doesn't really matter whether someone says, oh, you know, I've done well or what, you know, the it's not worth it to um, to blow up a whole family relationship. On the other hand, you do have to take care of these things, because if you don't communicate about it, then we have bitter feelings that can go on for a long time and they follow you into this life and maybe sometimes into the next life. So let's bang these problems out right now. All right, do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 